Thank you for listening to this sermon from Arapahoe Road Baptist Church. We hope you enjoy the teaching of Dr. David Rogers, lead pastor of Arapahoe Road. For more information about our church and its ministries, please visit arapahoeroad.org. And now, here's Pastor David Rogers. old friend let's put some hinges on you she has been on my case for a week now about you you know that don't you oh yes what would we do without her huh Mm. Mary and to think when it comes to Mary I was asking a totally different question just a little while ago what was I going to do with her I was just trying to understand everything, but what was there to understand? I mean, she was pregnant. She'd say over and over and over to me again, it's not what it seems, but I knew it didn't matter. It was just a matter of time before the whole community would start to question things. They started questioning who she'd been with. All my friends thought I'd been duped. looks, the glares around town, the rumors, so many rumors, and it was all justifiable, every bit of it, because who is going to believe the story that we had to tell, an angel, oh, ah, mmm, away from looks and I would just say Mary tell me again word for word tell me what the angel said and she would say the exact same thing every time it was as if it was just seared into her for he will be called son of the most high God that's what the angel said an angel. You'd think these calluses wouldn't grab a splinter after all these years. But sometimes the right one manages uh, to get through. Hmm. Guess it's like that dream I had. Would every bone God built me with doubted Mary God sent an angel to me to get through you do best. Now you have two jobs, all right? Keep people out or let people in. Hmm. 
guess that's it. When God stands at the door and knocks, we either keep him out or we let him in. These are the only two options. It took everything, everything to let you in. But there is not a day that goes by that I am not grateful for opening that door. Knock, knock. The God, the God who changes lives when we open the door. Kind of a corny way to start a Christmas Eve little mini message, but maybe it will help you remember that he really is knocking. And that door, that metaphorical door of your heart, You can either open it and let him in and him be with you, or you can keep it shut. It's been a crazy year, (laughs) crazy couple of years. And in a room filled with as many people and certainly as many that are connecting with us online tonight, uh, maybe there were times when you felt like, man, (laughs) my door was wide open and I didn't feel like God was walking in at all. Or maybe you walk through things and the only way that you are sitting here tonight is because you know God was right there with you. And he is. Wherever you're at tonight, I'm just glad you're with us. I'm glad you're here. He's glad that you're here. I mean, when we open that place up in our heart, in our life and we say God come on in man he will change everything maybe not the way that you thought it would change or in the way that you thought it would change or in the time that you thought it would change but he's at work he's at work he's at work he's at work now there was no knocking on Joseph's door uh God just barged into him in the middle of the night in a dream and absolutely switched out everything. (laughs) I mean, Joseph had some dreams, but the dream that God had in mind was totally different. It is recorded over in Matthew's gospel in chapter one. Listen to these words. It says, now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit, and she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, 
for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. Yeah, Joseph had dreams. <laughs> but it wasn't that dream. I mean, he, he dreamed of just having a, a, a wife and a family and just being a... A, a good Jew in that day and just making a good life. And God just barged in and said, I've got a different dream for you. I've got a different plan for you. I want to do something that there's no way you would have ever written that out on your life plan. <laughs> but I've got a plan. And, and Joseph... He just went with it. And he was a protector for Mary. And he was there when, when Jesus was born and, and, and came out all wet and wobbly. He was there. <laughs> a real person with a totally different path now. I mean, think about that. He opened himself up. He opened himself up and he got to see Jesus not only be born, but begin to grow up and experience things that he probably never dreamed about. But he went with it. And he and Mary, they went with it. And God did some supernatural things and God showed up and God used them. I mean, imagine being the stepdad of God. <laughs> That's what Joseph got to be. That was the dream God had for Joseph. And he just did it to the best of his ability. Somewhere along the way, Joseph died. We, we don't know exactly when, but he got, to, he got to watch Jesus grow up. And somewhere along the way, Jesus enters into adulthood and he starts doing things that no mortal could do. <laughs> Only God could do those things. Jesus, yes, fully man, but fully God. And he, he did things and he said things. And he said things in a way that nobody had ever heard before. And, and he was telling this story. It's recorded over in Luke 15. It's called the parable of the prodigal son. And he's telling this story about this dad who had a couple of sons. And the son, one son came and said, I, I want to cash in on my inheritance now before you die. <laughs> and that was a crazy thought. And the dad said, okay. And the son took his inheritance and left. The other son stayed back and worked the farm. And the scripture says he, he took off and he, he just went to a far off place. And he, he kind of blew his inheritance. And he just spent it on things that really had no long-term return. It was just kind of one big party until it wasn't. And then he finds himself in a, in a pig pen wishing that he had to eat what the pigs had. And it says, when he came to his senses, he remembered home and he headed back. And at the end of that story that Jesus tells, it says the dad was there and, 
and he was looking for his son, and while his son was still a long way off, he just took off running for him. And the son had all the excuses ready to go, which was, Dad, I'm sorry, I've been off, I've been doing my own thing in a way that I shouldn't have been doing it, I've disgraced you, you don't owe me anything, I just want to go work for you as one of your hired hands. And the dad just came and just, and throws this huge party for him, and just busts open the door, no knocking needed, because it was his own home, and they threw a huge party, a huge feast. I thought about that story last night when I was in the airport in Orange County, California, waiting to board the last flight that had been delayed. <laughs> and I'm standing there with my little bag, just waiting, my carry-on, so I can just get on and get going. And I'm like, okay, the app says that... Uh, uh, we got Tennessee, and we got the 49ers playing. Okay, I can watch that, and that will pass the time, and I can get home. Oh, I can also watch U- UCF in Florida. I can kind of go back and forth. This is going to be a good trip. Just get me in my seat and let me go. And I'm just standing there, and the plane that pulled in starts deboarding. And there's a billion people in the Orange County Airport all trying to get home, all trying to get where they're going. And I'm just kind of standing there. And behind me, up against the wall, is this one older-looking guy. And he's just, I mean, he is like, he is waiting. And he is watching every person come through that door. And I'm kind of like going, who's fixing to come through that door? Because this guy's ready. And I'm watching him, and I'm watching here, and I'm watching him, and I'm watching here. And through the door comes the largest, like not like obese, large as in like, I'm glad you're on our side, large United States Army soldier, all camoed out. I mean, this guy had muscles in muscles, was huge, and I was just like, I feel safer already. (laughs) And he comes through that door, and he's just looking And I mean, that man and this older man lock eyes. And they just, I'm standing right here. And I mean, the dad is right here. And this guy just comes and just buries his head in dad's shoulder. And it's one of these. And people are just kind of giving them space. And I'm like, wow. If I would have been rolling, that would have had a million hits in 10 seconds. It was one of those moments. And Allison standing beside me, and she just went, he'll be home for Christmas. I went, whoa, yeah. And I mean, they they just put his arms around, and that dad's like, and boy, they walked out, and I don't know where they were headed beyond home. I don't know how far away he had been. I don't know what he had seen. I don't know what he had been doing or what he had been experiencing. But none of that mattered in that moment. He was home for Christmas and he was on his way home. It was clear. And wherever their address was, he didn't need to knock. Somebody was waiting. Food was out. I guarantee it. I'd bet my life on it. 
and I thought about what Jesus says. And I thought that's a great picture of what God's doing tonight. Just looking, waiting for you. Wherever you've been, whatever you've been up to, to come home and to be home for Christmas. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Feel free to distribute this recording, but please do not sell or alter it in any way. For more information about Arapahoe Road Baptist Church, please visit our website at arapahoeroad.org. Arapahoe Road Baptist Church is located at 2256 Arapahoe Road in Garland, Texas, with Sunday morning worship service at 10.45 a.m. We hope you'll join us this week.